Nothing beats attending a live event. SeatGeek's site is easy to navigate, so you're able to select the best seats to see your favorite artists with confidence. With over 28 million downloads, SeatGeek is the number one rated ticketing app on the Apple App Store. There are more than 70,000 events on SeatGeek, including concerts, sports, festivals, and more. Plus, your tickets are backed by a buyer guarantee. Download the SeatGeek app and use code GREATNESS20 to get $20 off your first purchase. Offer applies to new customers only. Purchase must be over $50. The promo code is single use and valid through September 30th, 2024. Get tickets on SeatGeek now. This is episode number 1088 with New York Times bestselling author, Darren Olin. Welcome to the School of Greatness. My name is Lewis Howes, former pro athlete turned lifestyle entrepreneur. And each week we bring you an inspiring person or message to help you discover how to unlock your inner greatness. Thanks for spending some time with me today. Now let the class begin. Anne Wigmore said, the food you eat can be either the safest and most powerful form of medicine or the slowest form of poison. And actor Robert Urich said, a healthy outside starts from the inside. Welcome to the School of Greatness. My guest today is Darren Olean, who is a highly recognized exotic superfoods hunter, supplement formulator, co-host of the hit Netflix show Down to Earth with Zac Efron, and author of the New York Times bestselling book, Super Life, The Five Fixes That Will Keep You Healthy, Fit, and Eternally Awesome. And in this episode, we discuss why water is incredibly important to our health and how to make sure you're drinking the healthiest types of water, the starter kit for optimizing our health, the correct way to separate your foods before eating, what foods you should and shouldn't be eating in general, and so many other fascinating insights that'll change the way you view nutrition and your health. If you're enjoying this in any moment, make sure to share this with someone you think would be inspired by this as well. Just copy and paste the link wherever you're listening to this podcast. And as well, click the subscribe button over on Apple Podcast and leave us a review letting us know what you enjoyed the most out of this episode. Okay, in just a moment, the one and only Darren Olean. Welcome everyone back to the School of Greatness podcast. We've got Darren Olean in the house. My man. Hey, man. Good to see you. Good to chat with you uh, off camera. Congrats on everything. Down to earth. Massive success. I watched it in like one day. And I was actually, the first episode, I was like, uh, is it going to pick up? Like the first episode for me was actually mm. the not the best episode. Mm. But then once I got through that, I was like, the rest of them were bangers for me. So mm. it was amazing. Uh, and the end is, a, is incredibly inspiring of the journey that you go through and everything. Uh, so if people haven't watched that yet, they should watch it because they're going to learn a lot about some of the things we talk about here. I want to I want to start with a question that I ask a lot of nutritional experts. It's a hypothetical question, so bear mm. with me. Mm. And I know you've studied pretty much every superfood there is, but if you were stranded <laughs> at an island and you could only eat five foods, five foods, okay, for the rest of your life, okay. hypothetical question, okay. But it needed to keep you strong and healthy and happy and whole. Uh, you know, what would those five key foods or ingredients be mm. uh, that you would eat? Okay. Kind of these these core foods. And every you know, every doctor nutritionist has a different take. So I'm curious your philosophy. Okay. Uh, I love that you didn't ask me this before we turned the camera. <laughs> I actually love because it's great that it's spontaneous. But I would say spirulina. Okay. 
um, Moringa, aloe vera. Uh, you've got Moringa, which is the vitamin tree. That is another term for that. As a, so that gives you an idea of the antioxidants, the micronutrients that, in, 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 that are actually within the whole leaf of that tree. <laughs> You've got spirulina, quite possibly one of the most nutrient-dense foods really? in its raw form. Different how than the powder. It, how do you get it raw? There's a great company. They're going to love me right now. I get nothing from it. <laughs> um, raw living spirulina. It comes to you fresh frozen. It is the only company that I know of that is doing it. Okay. Um, Moringa. What is Moringa? Oh, dude. Well, first off, what does spirulina do for the body when you're taking the raw form? Well, in the raw form, you've got all B vitamins, including B12, B6, B9, B12, all of that. So, Is this a liquid? Is this a... No, it's like a... Plant? Is this a no, root? It's, so it's grown in fresh water. It's a type of algae, <laughs> type of blue-green algae. Mm. So you've got a mimicking of hemoglobin, red blood cells. You've got chelation ability of heavy metals. Um, you've got, obviously, the B vitamins, vitamin E, high amount of antioxidants, complete protein uh, in its right form. Not a huge amount, because you can also make that argument. Too much protein is also as its detriment. Um, and then you shifting over to, to Moringa, which is literally, I've, I've, I've studied and researched Moringa in probably six to seven countries. And it is an extremely strong and powerful leaf. You just grind it up and literally call it the vitamin tree. Or in Africa, they also call it never die. So you take it and you never die. Um, <laughs> never right? die. Never die. Moringa, it's a tree it's or a it's a leaf? It's a, well, you eat the leaf. It's a tree, but you can actually... It's a Moringa tree. It's a Moringa, yeah. So, it's technically a bush, but you can let it grow. But you want to, if you're growing it, you cut it off and then it proliferates the leaves and you actually get more harvest out of wow. it. I've done some work with the, with the indigenous people throughout Arizona and we, I experimented and grew moringa in Arizona, and it turns out. And I worked with some uh, processors in in Palm Desert, friends of mine who have facilities, and I did the top selling moringa that I had in the market with mine, and I blew the nutrition away just because of the understanding I have learned. So the nutrients, calcium, magnesium, potassium, vitamin wow. E, 36 different types of antioxidants. Wow. Uh, again, complete protein, right? Now, if you're going to say I get the Moringa shrub or tree with me in this journey on an island, yeah. now I actually get the oil, the beneficial oil from the seeds, <laughs> which are look like drumsticks. Right, and I can filter water with those seeds and create clean water. Whoa! So now you're kind of like, like layering it. Okay, layering it, and so, then it, so then I where can you get the moringa from? So where's my, the best source? I, 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 I'm telling you, I've been wanting to put moringa out in the in the marketplace for a long time because I haven't seen great moringa yet. So I don't have a clear, clean mm. source of it. Okay, because when you cut it. 
and you don't process it, dry it and pulverize it and wash it right away, and you transport it over time, the antioxidants, um, it starts degrading pretty quickly. Mm. So it's not as quality. Then. It's not even worth taking unless it's... Nah, it's not that it's not worth taking. You're just not quite getting all of the nutrients. I study the nutrients in the, those forms. You're just not getting as quite as much of the vitamin uh-huh. and, and antioxidant capacity. And then I think I would pick the king of all fruits with me. So notice I'm stacking up yes. pretty heavily. So this king, is number three then. Yeah. So the, the three is probably the king of all fruits, which is durian. D-U-R-I-A-N. The fruit. So durian fruit is a spiky, gnarly, Southeast Asia is typically where it's from. It actually can kill people when it falls off a tree, and it actually does. It's got spikes on it. When you crack it open, it looks like... It's like bra- a coconut with spikes. Yeah. Wow. And it, bra- it breaks open, and it looks like brains, and it smells like a sewer. Oh, man. And it's illegal in Southeast Asia to actually bring it in public uh, buildings. And to eat it because it smells so you bad. You can't bring it in on buses. You can't bring it on planes. You can't bring it in hotels because it smells so bad. So is the, <laughs> the nutritional value is so high, though? So high. Really? Yeah. yeah. It's antioxidants, again, a uh, huge array of, of vitamins. And they, all, they call it the king of all fruits because of its uh, interesting composition. Can people get that the, here? There used to be a group that was um, s- sending it frozen here. I'm not sure that they still are in existence. And I used to eat it dried. So there was a group so it didn't drying smell as bad, probably. It didn't smell as bad. And my God, it was my, it is my favorite fruit. It tastes good. Yeah. Smelly brains I, some, tastes good. Some people don't like it. If, but if you like it, it's, it's one of the favorites. So, okay. so, so that one for sure. Um, Number four. And I think I would pull in the king of all mushrooms. <laughs> this, is a, this is a royalty we're talking about. You're ta- you, just asked the super food, <laughs> you just asked the super food hunter yes. what you're going to bring in. So I would bring in the king of all mushrooms, and that is chaga mushrooms. And, and I named my dog chaga. So there you go. The reverence that I have for chaga mushrooms the probably the most highest antioxidant uh, uh, whole compound uh, mushroom in the world. Um, so it's going to keep, I'm on this desert island, sure, I'm sure. definitely going to keep my immune system cranking, mm. I'm going to keep the cortisol levels uh, low, I'm going to keep my endocrine system balanced, so I'm going to sip on chaga tea uh, all day, every day. Wow. Um, <laughs> okay, and number five, and where can we get that? Uh, chaga mushrooms everywhere. I mean, Taro at Four Sigmatic has a dual extracted chaga. You can also get chaga. There's a great company, uh, uh, Rose Mountain Herbs, that that does a lot of harvesting well, and you can get the full chunks of chaga, and you can simmer that for hours and hours and hours, and keep that just simmered as a tea. Yep, you drink it as a tea. You can add cacao with it, mm. a little sweetener. It's decadent and delicious wow okay king of mushrooms chaga mushrooms and number five yeah number five let me see um i would probably pick i'm gonna go back to the adaptogens it is a berry sweet sour bitter pungent and salty 
have all five flavors. In one berry? In one berry. <laughs> What's it called? Called Shazandra. Shazam. If, if you want to name your first child. Shazandra. It's called Shazandra. How do you spell that? Oh, man. Uh, there's a few different spellings, but it's S-C-H-I-Z-A-N-D-R-A, something like that. Shazandra. Yeah. Berry. Berry. So it's this beautiful berry that grows in some sovereign areas in, near Tibet and wow. the, the eastern area of China. I've been there. Um, you picked the berries I and eat them raw. I absolutely picked the berries and eat them raw. You can ferment and make even a decadent little wine out of it. I've celebrated with the, the, the remote China people in that area with Shizandra celebrations when they've harvested it. So it, it is, and, and it, traditional Chinese medicine it, medicine, it has been used probably, the, is one of the oldest in record um, adaptogenic herbs that, that traditional Chinese medicine use. And they use it as kind of a base because it's so well balanced and it balances out your body over time, mm. both in stress response, cortisol, endocrine, overall strength. Um, and then, of course, stress. But if you're on an island, you don't have to worry about it. <laughs> right. Unless some animals are going to come and right, jump right. on you. So I think that's it, man. I think that's – I'm beautiful with eating that and sipping on that and eating those berries. So. Okay. Those are the five main things you would eat. Okay, so for – how many of these do you actually have on a regular basis? I have all of those on a regular basis, almost for sure weekly. <laughs> I accept durian. Okay. I, I have a hard time getting durian myself unless I'm in, you know, in Southeast Asia at some point, Bali or. Then you're getting it a lot. Then I'm getting, then, uh, then I'm. I'm Overloading I'm it. I'm paying someone to. To go get it. To go get it. Wow. For sure. Every, it's that good. And then that, and that's my breakfast every day. Wow. Yep. So for <laughs> the rest of the humans, what yeah. would be a starter kit to start optimizing your health? Where should we think about in terms of our health? If we're a little bit overweight or not feeling the way we want to, how would we start to assess our health to get on a better path for a journey moving forward? In terms of, I mean, everything you covered in this book, Super Life, but also in Down to Earth, you cover a lot of things in there. What would be the kind of starter kit you think from that journey? Well, you can say the, the, the normal things of like, there's a lot. I mean, that's a big question because, you know, making sure you're sleeping well. Sleep. Yeah. Making sure you're turning off your electronics, making sure you're doing those things, um, uh, which which is also like it would take me 30 minutes to even unpack all of what yeah. that, that is. But then I would go to water. Of course, mm-hmm. water is a big thing. And so water... Um, which, which was the most fascinating episode I think you guys had. Yeah, it was pretty great. And that was that was one half of 1% of what water is. Wow. And I've studied water. Like I've studied and I've been shoulder to shoulder with some of like I've four days in Bulgaria at a water conference with some of the greatest researchers of living today doing research that will blow your mind on water. So, so not all water is created equal. Not at all. And water, but... Water is influenced by everything. So everything it's around, our field, our energetic field, our frequencies, the electronics, the pipes it's going through, or in nature, 
uh, Victor Schauberger, incredible researcher and observer of nature, and watched watched and was one of the first pe- people to understand the vortative nature mm. of water that it doesn't move in a straight line. It's right? flowing. It's, it's flowing and like vortating. Like a snake or a vor- so it's a yeah. vortexing, and that is structuring it. Plus the electromagnetic field naturally of this big battery that we sit on, which is the Earth. And then the, the uh, influence of the fields of the sun, right, uh, is, is creating electrolysis. So it's helping as well as chelating the minerals. So all of that being said, it's structuring the water. And so that is alive water with high oxygen, high amount of hydrogen, and essential minerals. So now you're, what you're really talking about is you're talking about a conductive live force that you're taking in because we are 70 trillion batteries. We are an electrical being. Mm. Same with like, and then so, so water, deconstruct the water and then build the water back up because Unless you can find your own spring, that's number one. If it's clean and it doesn't have pesticides or herbicides or runoff or whatever weird chemicals we put into our world, right? We have 90,000 new chemicals being emitted in our mm. world every year. Of that, 9% is tested. Mm. So that is on our planet, in our waterways. So that being said, want to make sure that people understand if you have fresh, clean, alive spring water, that's the best. Mm. But it's very hard. How many springs are there in America? Exactly. And, and are, and, and, you know, so for most of us, very hard to have access. Is there such a thing as clean water that can make you sick? Well, that's a very interesting question. Of course, on one on the one hand, but there is no water that is the same, and mm. there's no, water isn't one hundred percent clean unless your reverse osmosis is, and distillation is probably your best bet to make sure that the, nothing's traveling in it. But they absolutely have energetic fields that are influencing the water. So Dr. Emoto's work when he you know, took um, x-ray or he took uh, photographs of the geometry of water when they put love on a bottle right. and all of that stuff. That work has been proliferated by scientists all over the world. And Dr. Luc Montier did a DNA test of of physical DNA and water and then a glass next to it and it just being in proximity the physical DNA transmitted the frequency no, information <laughs> in the water next to it as a demo and do two different glass jars just by being in proximity yeah, yeah. so it picked up the energetic <laughs> fingerprint of the DNA that was in the one glass the point to that is, wow. yeah, that's how, think of water as an empty hard drive. If we put an empty hard drive right here and we plugged in our computers, would it decipher or would it reject input that you would have or I would have? We could put completely different mm-hmm. things. It would just accept mm-hmm. whatever information. We're sending there. Yeah. Exactly. 
Water is the same thing. No, absolutely. So physically, uh, chemically, biologically, and quantumly, they're showing that that water is being influenced by all of those things, and they believe, and they're already working on this, that a droplet of water is equal to a to a, a to a, enabling to be able to have and store the amount of hard drives it would take to fill up this room in one droplet of water. The ability the to- The amount of what? The energy? The amount of water that you could infuse and, and store information. It's just one droplet. One droplet as much as the room we're sitting in. Of how is that drive. possible? I don't know how it's possible. One of my favorite parts about my job is that I get the opportunity to travel a lot. And actually, I was thinking about something I wanted to share. I get a lot of questions from you about different side hustle ideas. So here's one for those of you out there who are often on the go, like I am. When you're staying in your Airbnb on your trips, have you ever thought about how you could be making some extra money by hosting through Airbnb while your home is vacant? If you're interested in an extra stream of income, Airbnb hosting is an easy place to start, and it's like giving your home some company while you're away. Many people host on Airbnb, including some friends of mine who have raved to me about their experience, but there are some people out there who've never imagined their space could be an Airbnb. Hosting can easily fit into your lifestyle, and it's a great way to earn some extra money. So if you have a home, but you're not always at home, you've got yourself an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. When you get a new car or a new home, your first reaction might be to say things like, oh yeah, or I can't believe it, or booyah. But what you really want to say is the one thing that can get you the help you need. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm is there with the coverage you need for your car, your home, and even boats, motorcycles, RVs, and other things that matter to you. With a State Farm agent, you know someone is there to help you choose the coverage you need. With so many coverage options, it feels good knowing you can find what fits for you. And when you need ways to get help, State Farm gives you options there too. Too, in person or on the phone with your local agent or on statefarm.com where their award-winning app State Farm lets you do things your way. So when you need help protecting the things that matter most, remember to say, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. You can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month, like transit, U.S. restaurants, and gas stations. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. But this is what they're discovering. Here's the thing of all of who's, those. Who's they, just so I'm aware. So, so I attended. So Dr. Jerry Pollack, you should have him on. Dr. Gerald Pollack or Jerry Pollack. He wrote a book called The Fourth Phase of Water. Now we're getting into it heavy right here, right? So I'm having to pull back because our whole episode would be about this water. That's great but, though, yeah. But Gerald Pollack discovered that there's what's called, and now he's influenced the way all researchers are looking at water because he discovered a fourth phase of water. What's the first three phases? Well, the first phase is, is water, liquid, Steam, mm -hmm. right, and then uh, uh, and then ice, of course, okay. right. 
And so fourth phase, the fourth phase, and I'm going to try to make this very simple. What he discovered was when water came up against a hydrophilic surface, meaning that it was not accepting water, just it wasn't bouncing off. Yeah, bouncing off. So it's coming up a cell. Yeah. Yeah. So if it came up against this and it just didn't infuse itself right in or a cell. So he was looking at a cell membrane, which is essentially fatty acids. He discovered that, that through microscope, there was a zone that the water pushed the electrons and protons away from each other. What does that mean? Means that it demonstrated battery-like activity. It created polarity when it came up against this, it created, this is going to blow your mind, it created energy by just coming up to that, by pushing those electrons away from each other. And it, this, this was called, what he, he termed, an exclusion zone. It, within that tiny band, uh-huh. the protons and electrons, battery-like activity, there was distillation water. Essentially, it created clean water. So water that goes up against this mug. Yeah. Inside. Potentially. Could go against it yeah. and create this. So that was monumental because what that shows us is when you are hydrated and it's interacting with cells that literally creates energy energy of every cell of the 70 trillion plus cells we have. So literally, and, and you look through the research, what is the number one consequence of dehydration? Overall fatigue. Mm, Look it up. Being tired. Bingo. And you now add on top of it, Hmm. Lewis, nearly about 7%. So let's call it 10%. About 30 million people in the United States do not drink an ounce of water a day. Really? Swear. Wait, how many people? Nearly 30. 30 million people don't drink water don't drink an ounce of water a day they're just drinking so you wake up you reach out you're like oh i'm fatigued i reach out for the stimulant i reach out for the coffee i reach out for whatever so they're drinking water in different forms but not a they're drinking coke or coffee exactly and their juice or something else and they're probably not eating any fresh fruits or vegetables which actually has this exclusion zone water in it already Mm. so when you're eating fruit Nature has already sorted it, so you actually can get quite hydrated by the watermelon, by the fresh oranges, by the apples, by the things, wow. by the grapes, by the so 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 that's that's a t- so. Gerald Pollack created a water conference. I think it's fifteen years going, and I was at the two thousand eighteen in Bulgaria. So in between us filming, I, we were all over the place for three and a half months. And I said, screw it. I'm going to this water conference. So you were filming and you left. Well, we were, we had a, break. we had a two weeks where we, we had a break before we were going to our next location. So I took off to Bulgaria and you're, I got, you're already in Europe. So you might as well. Might yeah, as well. Yeah. So, so I said, I'm hanging out with the smartest people in the world. I couldn't even follow 10% of the heavy, heavy science that they were getting into, but I met 
a lot of incredible researchers to the point where I'm creating vortexing uh, machines and jugs and stuff to be able to create exclusion water and to create live water again. So I have some of that stuff from researchers from that conference that I'm bringing out in the world to so water deadens as it's going through our pipes. It it loses that energy, that exclusion zone, that type of live energy. So essentially we're drinking even though it's clean. We need to clean it. RO reverse osmosis with distillation, add a pinch of Himalayan crystal salt, make sure that you're creating it and you're looking through the lens of voltage. Our bodies are alive, it's electrical, it's voltage. Cells work through voltage. When we get injured, our body increases cellular voltage to increase healing potential. Mm -hmm. So, and that could be looked at as pH. That in the body is looked at as pH. And a lot of people don't realize that is just the measurement in that form of voltage, right? So when you look at water, you need to make it alive again so that it's conductive and so that your body doesn't have to steal things from inside and zap your energy. So if I take live water, boom, it's going to go into my cells and it's going to allow for hydration to increase. So anyway, that's a tiny bit, but I spent a lot of time uh, with those guys, and that's a it's a deep rabbit. Even in the show, yeah, we chose to go into Lourdes and yeah. just Touch talk about something's going on with water. So for for ninety nine percent of people <laughs> yeah. who yeah. get bottled water, yeah. they drink out of a tap. Maybe yeah. they have a a glass uh, jug that comes to them once a week. Whatever, mm-hmm. like myself. 99% of America and probably the world, 99.9%, what can they do to make their own water more alive, more efficient, more optimized? Is there a way when sure. you have just bottled water or water to tap to do this yourself at sure. home? The first thing is clean it on a, on a deep level. So you want to reverse osmosis uh, or distillation. Some type of filter. Yeah, but these are, RO is a type of membrane that doesn't allow for anything to get through got it and distillation is liquid vaporization re- reconstitute again so wow. nothing gets to carry with it so you're cleaning it now very important not to just drink that water mm. okay because now you need the electrolytes you have to have the electrolytes so there's some electrolyte companies out there most are kind of not okay so the easiest thing for people to do unrefined Salt, crystal salt, Himalayan salt, a pinch per glass, a half a teaspoon per gallon will now create a conductive Mm. thing. Now, make sure you just buy this filter. You can get these things for a few hundred bucks. Eliminate plastic. Which filter? What's the filter called? So I even have a discount for people. So Aqua True is a great uh, reverse osmosis. So if you go to uh, DarrenOlene.com and my affiliates, uh, they give all people who want to order that like 150 bucks off. That okay. is not, it's not even meant to plug. It's just great that people get a hell of a discount. Right. And for a few hundred bucks, you've eliminated your need to go outside your home. Aqua True. Aqua and you True. you put the water through that or it's in like a... Yeah, you, you pour it in the back and then it goes through an RO system. Wow. And boom, comes out right there. And, and then work, you put the salt in it afterwards? Boom, put the salt in it. And that's good drinking water. And now that's good. So now I would also take it up a notch buy like they're gonna love me uh i I get nothing from this blue bottle love so now they've took 
Emoto's work and they've written gratitude, love, etched it in the crystal glass. Ooh. Right? And they've created cobalt blue, which some of the science has shown that that blue, that deep blue, is the frequency of healthy cells. So now you've got the, the, the etched words that is infusing that, and you can take those bottles and put that in the sun, and now you're supercharging. Should your water be in the sun? If it's in glass, it can be. If it's in plastic. If it's in plastic, you are, you are leaching Ugh. the many chemicals. Keep in mind, plastic is petroleum. It's oil. And then to make it malleable, they use a, a uh, mimicking compound that mimics estrogen. Mm. So the softer a plastic run away from, right? <laughs> the harder... Better, better or BPA free, right? That's okay. That's better, right? Okay. <laughs> glass, 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 as much as you can. Hard plastic, pretty much okay. Yeah, right. Um, so that's an easy way. And and then when I get some of these vortators out, these things are incredible. How right? do we get one of those? It's coming soon. Probably when this is out, I'll have them available. Okay. Yeah. So, so you put it through the vortator? So yeah, so you literally, it's all mathematics, uh-huh. this little vortator, and it's literally spinning. It's creating a, 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 a tornado in your water yeah. and increasing oxygen, which we need, helps the immune system, helps the body, helps the absorption, activates mitochondria, all that stuff, and then you're increasing the hydrogen comp uh, as well. Let's just say you're... Uh, Making the... <laughs> let's just say you're, you don't have all this... And you you got a plastic bottle right now, a soft plastic bottle, normal bottle that you see everywhere. Can you swirl it and oxygenate it yourself? Yes. And Uh, get some benefits? Something. I would shake it up, make it alive. Shake it. Yeah. And and buy it, get a marker and put love on it. Right. You think that's going to change? Yes. Within 10 seconds, putting love on a bottle is going to make it that much more magnetic. Listen, it's an intention too. Of course. Absolutely. Right. So, So think about this. If I've intended it, now I've also intended it for my own body. Mm. And what are we? We're mostly water. So if that is my intention, mm. that is a prayer, and that is activated. That is not passive, just doing whatever. That is activating, for sure. Yeah. So listen, everything, health is not magic bullets. It's not the perfect superfood. It's everything. It is the small things added up over time. It is setting your mark the one degree, the next degree, the next degree, and setting your trajectory, right, towards what you want. So you don't have to get overwhelmed with this. Just adopt what you can. Mm. What What resonates now, adopt that. And then as you become healthier, more activated, more energy, more all, then you'll be like, you'll naturally go, okay, cool, now what? Okay, cool, now what? Okay, cool, let me eat more, more plants. You know, that's another thing. I would just say, eat more plants. Yeah. So just start increasing the amount of diversification of colors in your life because that is information for your body. Mm. Information. Reductionism, I can go into, it's got compounds, 
each color is a phenolic compound. It's an antioxidant. Each other color operates a different antioxidant or tannin or everything else. All you have to remember is it's beautiful diversification that's giving you different minerals, different vitamins, different antioxidants, and different information mm -hmm. right, for your body. And also, when it's fresh, fruits, vegetables, you're getting that structured water. Yeah. That's information. That's nature communicating directly to you through that water. <sighs> what, do you, what do you say to the, uh, I'm hearing you say eat more plants. There's a, there seems to be a, a thesis or, and a trend that is becoming more of the only eat meat. It's the purest protein. People getting super shredded and lean, saying they have cleared up skin conditions, saying they're more focused, clearer. Uh, what's, the, what's your take on that? for the people that are swear by the, the meat only, no vegetables, no fruits, yeah. just meat. I'm scared for them. Mm. I really am. Um, to me, that's insane. And unfortunately, all this stuff is political. I never take those political stance. There's a lot of great people that take those, those because the reason I say political, because scientifically, T. Colin Campbell, China study, came out with another one, The Future of Nutrition, goes through the hundred years of compromised research and dogmatic around uh, animal protein is the perfect protein. It's a bunch of bullshit. Mm. You can get all of the nutrients from plants, every, every single one of them. So I would say if anyone's curious, check out T. Colin Campbell's new book, The Future of Nutrition. You'll blow your mind. Also, look at... Uh, 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 what is it? Mastering diabetes it has nothing. It doesn't have to have anything to do with diabetes. Um, but Robbie uh, and Cyrus, uh, masters and a PhD in biochemistry, they break down what is actually the culprit. And the culprit is animal protein. The science is mm. absolutely clear. Once you're over ten percent protein, you are turning on cancer genes. Wow. Right. And it's clogging up those receptors for insulin. So you can argue all you want. And these guys will put all the science. But these guys, T. Colin Campbell, do you realize the, the 60 years of research on every major panel, peer reviewed everything. And this guy has dedicated his life to he has. Of anyone on the planet, he's done more research around animal-based protein than anyone ever. Wow. And then you have Dr. Walter Longo, who's in our Sardinia episode. Sit down with him between episodes, and I'm like, he's like, the science is clear. He's saying the same thing. Over 10, 15%, boom. The, what does now, that mean over 10, 50%? Of your overall calories of animal-based protein. If you're eating more than 15% of animal protein daily. Of your overall calories. Of your calories. Yep. It's turning on cancer genes. Wow. So listen, these guys, you're, if you change anything up, your body's... We, we have proven, this is what we've proven. The body is adaptive. It doesn't mean it's the right thing to do. Mm. I can get myself, you know how many ways I can get myself shredded to 5% yeah. body fat? Not eat, yeah, meat. I could this, do that, a yeah. million no different. No sugar, yeah. I, back when I was out of college, 
I trained bodybuilders just to get them that little extra so I can manipulate all kinds of things to get people shredded. Mm. What the hell does that have to do with health? Nothing. Especially when you're running down, you're, you're sprinting towards cancer. Wow. Like, obviously, there's people that are heavy into this. They're friends, they're colleagues, and I read their material. So for me, there is no amount. Let's, you can keep whatever it is that you want. You don't need to change. I'm not here to change anyone. Anyone listening to this, do what you want. I'm not here to change you. It doesn't. Nothing shows, I have proven as a career, 20 years of running around this planet, every nutrient I can find in a plant mm. and thrive and have pleomorphic effect, having infinite effect on my body, way more than a very hard thing to digest. Flesh of another being is extremely difficult to break down. And that is if you're dialed in, if your body is perfect and it's got the certain amount of hydrochloric acids, it's got a certain amount of uh, protease enzymes to break all that down, all of these things and a whole lot more has to be ideal because it's not going to do it perfectly. Mm. So it is a huge strain on the body, not to mention it floods the body with the immune response when you're taking in because you've just taken in something that's dead in your body. The body has to respond. Pathogens, bacteria, might, you know, um, that microbial and immune response has to show up. So your first response is your body's like, holy shit, there's a lot of opportunity to die here. Wow. Right. So not to mention this other point, And then, you know, it's a big rabbit hole. This other point that I realized when I first started, I've always loved animals. That wasn't the primary reason, although it lines up with me because I don't want to kill anything. Mm -hmm. um, my primary thing was realizing that amino acids in, in our human DNA is extremely valuable because we're recycling cells all the time. Yeah. The whole body is recycling all the time. Certain, the liver is going through, I think, every, you know, people have to fact check this, but I think it's every week um, or every couple weeks. Uh, so there's, the body's replacing itself. And so when you're, when autophagy is happening, your body is sloughing off cellular debris that it no longer needs, your body's breaking down those cells to have amino acids and it's recycling mm the amino acids because it doesn't want to get rid of all the amino acids because it's so hard to come by. Right. So their body is recycling and replacing and all of this stuff all the time. So the, the, the need for protein has so gotten so crazy without this understanding of recycling that the body also has. And then when you add on top of it, turning on through very clear science. One of my favorite parts about my job is that I get the opportunity to travel a lot. And actually, I was thinking about something I wanted to share. I get a lot of questions from you about different side hustle ideas. So here's one for those of you out there who are often on the go, like I am. When you're staying in your Airbnb on your trips, have you ever thought about how you could be making some extra money by hosting through Airbnb while your home is vacant? If you're interested in an extra stream of income, Airbnb hosting is an easy place to start, and it's like 
giving your home some company while you're away. Many people host on Airbnb, including some friends of mine who have raved to me about their experience. But there are some people out there who've never imagined their space could be an Airbnb. Hosting can easily fit into your lifestyle, and it's a great way to earn some extra money. So if you have a home, but you're not always at home, you've got yourself an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Ever notice how your relationship with your wireless carrier can have the same yada yada as a bad romantic relationship? Like you're treated special at the beginning with exciting gifts and offers, but then ignored and overlooked later on. Or your partner gets a wandering eye, like how some wireless carriers start focusing their attention on newer customers. Well, if this sounds like your wireless carrier, it might be time to put an end to the yada yada. Now at Metro, existing customers get that new customer feeling again and again. Introducing Metro Flex, more than just free, 5G phones when you join, get the same great deals as new customers on select devices like Samsung, Motorola, and Rebel when you stay 12 months and trade in a phone. It's the first of many initiatives Metro is making to ensure all of the customers feel valued. That's not a yada yada. Stop by your neighborhood Metro store, bring your number and ID, and sign up for an eligible Metro Flex plan. Um, Esselstein, Ornish, Dr. Ornish, Dr. Michael Greger, uh, and then of course T. Colin Campbell, on and on and on. These guys are just sitting in the science, wow. um, non-dogmatically. Um, you add all that up, I don't need. And then add up my career, <laughs> I found all the great plants. I found all the, not all, because humbly we haven't found anything, which is why we need to preserve our environment, because there's so much medicine as food out there that yeah. we're just... Um, utterly destroying um so all of that being said i just say do whatever you want but <laughs> be aware yeah eat, eat more plants yeah and carnival guys i it's like I, i'm not even gonna waste energy you've already decided there's no conversation you've mm. decided i don't want to argue about it i i just want to live and thrive and when did oh. you stop eating meat it was probably 16, 15, 16 years ago. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And did you see a big shift in your energy oh, yeah. and everything else? Yeah. My, my, you know, football players. Eat a lot of meat, a lot of. A lot of all that stuff. Trained like crazy, meat. I was getting digestive, you know, uh, acid reflux. And I started like, whoa. And then I started food combining. That was the first time I kind of separated like. I'm going to eat fruit alone because it shows it digestively much better. Mm. I'm going to, I'm going to eat if I'm now, so that's going to be alone. So I'm not going to combine that with my meals. Now I'm going to eat my meals. I'm going to eat my protein first. So that has the first chance of the hydrochloric acid breakdown. Mm. Um, so then I, that was the first time I really separated stuff. And then I was like, I feel better. Definitely helping. And then I was slowly, then I got rid of, you know, the beef, the chicken. I too was like, shut off the idea that this was a living creature. Mm -hmm. It's hard. Yeah. It's, it, you have to go someplace to, yeah. to do, because if you were there cutting and slitting the throat, I guarantee you're going you to eat it. Yeah. Yeah. So then I started, and then fish, then I slowly, and then I was like, I'm, see, all the while I'm feeling better. Mm. So finally, then I dive back into seeing that recycling side of the pro of the amino acids in the body. I'm like, I don't think we need as much. 
So I stopped the fish as the last thing, and then I increased. So I was doing triathlons and biathlons as well as strength training still. And this was, you know, only 15, 16 years ago. And so then I was like, I'm recovering like a, like a 18 year old. Really? Yeah. And to this day, like, you you know, the kind of people I work out with. So I'm like, I still pick up dumbbells. I was training with when I was 20. And I'm just like the strength and I'm not trying to be strong anymore, but I'm throwing around the strength is still, it's incredible. It's really incredible. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) For those that are going to, this is interesting food uh, separation for those that are uh, like everything you're saying and understand, uh, but they're going to keep eating meat. Mm. It's just they're going to keep eating meat. It's too bad. Uh, <laughs> I eat meat, and uh, I, I, I keep telling myself, being out here for 10 years, the, the vegans and the plant-based have been influencing me to eat more and more vegetables. Then, and maybe, and maybe then one day, then and, maybe one, and I'm more mindful and conscious of it, but maybe one day, we'll see. Um, hey, I got a challenge for you. I joined this other, so eight, uh, hashtag eight meals. Okay, so it's we've done the this carbon sequestering and if you substitute eight meals a week, that's literally one plus two on a day. One a day. Vegetarian. Yeah, vegan. Vegan. No dairy either. No eggs or cheese. No, no. Yeah, I love those eggs. I know, but but you're also not depriving. So that's why we, right. that's why I jumped on to help these people because it's only looking at it as these meals. And then now you're being a responsible person. Not only is it benefiting your health, getting diversification of more plants. For sure, you're gonna be. That's gonna. That's a win, right? And it's going right to the environment huh. because if everyone did that, we would sequester all of the CO2 in the United States. Think about that. <laughs> Think about that. Replacing Dude, eight meals. Replacing eight meals a week. You do it. I do it, and everyone else do it. You know how much, and we're gonna create a calculator of how much CO2 we can sequester. Wow. Because that's just an insane thing. The amount of methane. So that makes more sense. I mean, saying eight meals a week vegetarian, that's more doable for people. Plant-based. 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 Sorry. Yeah. So not vegetarian. No. Plant-based. Full plant-based. No cheese or egg. Full food plant-based. So no dairy and Vegetables eggs and fruits only and seeds and nuts. Yeah. That's it. Okay. And it's so easy, too. You can yeah, get Yeah, you can do it. Yeah. yeah, for sure. So eight meals a week is something to get started to try. See how you feel. I'm going to throw that on you. I'm going to see I'm if you're going to take that, that challenge. I'll be to do that. Yeah. Cool. I can do anything for a week. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm saying, like, keep that up. Oh, forever. See how it goes in we that week. We try for 30 days. You want to do that? I can do it are for 30 you, days. Are you putting that on I'm there? In. I'm in. I'll okay. do it for 30 days. Yeah. Awesome. Eight meals a week for 30 days. Yes. Uh, plant-based only. Yes. I can do that. Nice. Um, so the question about separating food. I'm yep. curious. In Ohio and Minnesota, you grow up, you just mash it all together, you eat it all down. Hmm. Mashed potatoes, the veggies, the steak, the pizza, you just throw it all in. Yeah. Is there more power in eating certain foods first or last or separating them as opposed to combining? 100%. How should we eat then? What should be first and last? Well... Should it be the protein first? Like I was hearing you say something. Yeah, so so I this is the simple version because this can get heavy. The simple version is fruit alone. So Don't eat fruit with a meal. Do not eat meat. Why? Because it takes other digestive enzymes. When you start, and hydrochloric acids, when you, especially if you have digestive issues, um, it can mess up 
different rates. So, for example, when you're eating fruit, the digestion process, aside so from chewing. So don't put uh, peanut butter or almond butter on your fruits. Listen, listen. I do that, too. Okay. I put Baruka nut. Oh, I want some of that butter, too. too. I'm going to send you some. I, want some I, <laughs> I wish I had some, had some with me because, of course, I would have brought okay. it to you. Um, it is oh, so good. But I do. So, so this is... This is something, if people, I would say this, if people are having any digestive issues at all, then I would do this for a period of time, fruit alone. Now, listen, I love a Baruka butter on a piece of apple. Like, oh my God, it's the best, right? So that's fine. But if you're having any digestive issues, fruit alone. And then if you are choosing, let's call it a protein. Because if you eat fruit alone, your body should just be able to digest and get that out quickly. Yeah, so, so if you're eating fruit, the digestive process, aside from chewing, because that's the digestive process, you have digestive enzymes called amylase. It's breaking down the carbohydrates. So that's why we need to chew more, mm-hmm. not chew, not swallow. chew, 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 swallow. That seems to be my life. Right. Yeah. So Just we swallow. Yeah. <laughs> One might get more in there. Very difficult for the body to. I used to have digestive problems for a long time, yeah. probably like 20 years. It wasn't until actually I started to get Invisalign mm. uh, about a year and a half ago because my back teeth have actually never touched. Mm. I got eight teeth removed when I was 17, and then my jaw kind of grew in a certain way where my only my front two teeth touched, and I've oh. never felt my back teeth until about four months ago touching. Really? And it's been mind-blowing how I've been able to digest and actually not feel constipated For sure. most of the time. You haven't been able to chew? Because I'm actually able to chew my food. That's amazing. And I'm feeling like it's able to go to the bathroom way easier. Like It's crazy when adjusting teeth have yeah. done for my ability to digest as well. Yeah, think about that. I mean, it's the most primal thing we need to do for our, for our breaking down of food. But if we're pre... You know, if we're not chewing 20, 30 times per, per bite, bite, you're swallowing whole food and expecting this very delicate digestive process to pull, have enough time to pull all of that stuff mm. to break it down. Because it has to break down. Like think of, think of like the protein, the animal-based protein. you got to break it down into the amino acids. Shreds, yeah. Yeah. And that's a lot of energy to do that. And so it's all food. So we really have to take responsibility, more responsibility to, to that's a first line of digestive defense is chewing more appropriately mm. and, and, and not allowing that process to be just chew, chew, chew through stress. And not to mention what you're doing while you're eating is the also- The behind while yeah, you're eating. Yeah. The vagus nerve is connected directly to the brain and the digestive process and the like. So if you're stressed, you're going to throw off the microbial system. And um, that's why people pray before they eat or they say, yeah. "Let's give thanks, Breathe. let's give gratitude." Yeah, do do some nose breathing, mm-hmm. right? Dro- drop you right down into parasympathetic. Mm-hmm. Even a, a Dr. Huberman, the neuroscientist, mm-hmm. talks about this. Take take a two breath in. So I would say breathe out. Yeah, we had him on talking about that. That's really good. Little gratitude, and then eat. Then eat. So the separation. Let's get back to the separation. Yeah. What yeah, should so, the process? What should it be? You've got a, a mixture of foods on your plate. Okay, so let's call it a protein. Mm-hmm. So let's say, let's say. So burritos are the worst thing. It, it can be challenging if you're if you're already compromised. That's a challenge. Like our body's adaptive, so 
Burrito is one of my favorite it's foods. So good, man. Right? But you got the rice, you got the beans, you got the protein, you got the cheese, you yeah. got the tortilla wrap. It's like yeah. For so so, listen. Unfortunately, for for anyone eating meat, it's a really bad combination. <laughs> Right? Okay. Any plant-based protein's a lot easier for the body to break to down. Yeah. Even nuts, seeds, legumes, whatever, uh, it's a lot easier to break down. Plus, okay. everything, let's just say this, every plant, every fruit, every vegetable has protein in it. Everything. Your banana, your acai, your grapes, it is a full, it is a whole food. Right, so we have to stop this compartmentalizing and reductionism. Protein and then vegetables. Right. Yeah. So, so if you are eating meat and all of that stuff, meat first. Like if it's on a, let's say you have a salmon on a salad, eat all your salmon first. Don't eat the carbs first. Don't eat the no. Don't eat the salads and don't eat the, the certainly breads. don't eat the damn bread. <laughs> right. But but as meat you first, what did that do? Yeah, so that gets you back into that dominance of hydrochloric acid and energy that the body takes and the longevity that it will take for your body to break down the, the meat, right? Mm. It's going to take six to eight hours for that other being that you just consumed to break down into amino acids, right? So put the thing that's the hardest to digest in first. Yes. And then, then you can follow it up with... With the uh, veggies. Veg veggies and all of that stuff. Potatoes, whatever you're putting right. in there. Right. So that's the easy version of <laughs> meat just, first. Yeah. If you're fruit alone, if you're plant based, what would you eat first? Again, fruit alone. Uh huh. And then I don't whatever, it worry much about it. You can mix right? it all in, it's all plants. Right. Or, or for me, if I'm eating like tempeh, which is fermented tofu, yeah. um, I'll eat that first. Yeah. You know? But, but I, like, listen, I'm coming from that where I had a lot of issues because of all the heavy meat. When I did, when I started breaking that down, cleared it up immediately. Now, since plant-based, I've never had that ever again, the digestive disruption and, and, and so, stuff like And that. so what do you speak to when uh, the meat eaters of the world who swear by meat say, well, this is what our ancestors have been doing for thousands that's of years. E that's an easy point of view. To If you talk to the Paleolithic researchers, that's, that's, that's such a convenient conclusion. That is not true. The, you can, you know, run up to the Inuits because <laughs> that, that, is, that is where they've been living and then use that as some stupid example. Well, just because you've adapted to it doesn't mean that it's ideal. Mm. We have to keep going back to that. Just because the body is an amazing adaptive machine, which has allowed us to, you know, populate anywhere and everywhere and mm -hmm. eat almost anything, doesn't mean that's, that it's adaptive. Now, if you look at the longevity research, if you look at the centurions, and if you look at that, I would lean on that more than I would lean on a convenient way to say, because you can easily make the argument. The diversification of the big brain also was the foraging ability. You're finding without less effort, foraging plants and tubers and nuts and seeds way more than it takes to you getting a little clan together and running down a, a you know, a, a caribou deer. or something, you know, so, yeah. <laughs> so, so, so. 
setting a trap or something. Yeah. It's just too convenient to say things like that. Don't I mean? It's Do the centurions eat meat? Some of them eat meat, right? Very little. Yeah, it's mostly fish or yeah eggs and, here and there or something. Yeah, so it could be. You know, I've talked to some of the centurions, and so the work of Dr. Longo and uh -huh. Dr. Pez and, and Dan Butner's work, you'll find that the blue, again the blue zones. Yeah, yeah, you'll find very, very clearly that it's naturally ten to fifteen percent. They don't go over. And it's so interesting. 10% meat. Of, of, of calorie intake. Of calorie intake for protein. And once, once is, a month. Is meat or no? It just protein. Oh, wow. And, and every so often they may have Some meat, meat, but it, it, it's not a daily thing. No. Maybe once a month wow. kind of a thing. So, so it's, it's that. Again, it's like I look at that longevity and what the longevity shows up as. The, to, to say that you knew what the Paleolithic people were doing is we have ran around this globe and we've all thrived and we have all different ethnicities. And to say this overarching statement is kind of ridiculous. <laughs> Cheers. Oh, man. Um, you look, you're passionate about this, huh? Of course. Yeah, and you actually say this in your simple to-do list. Get no the, more than about 50% of daily total calories from protein. Yeah. That's the first line you have here from your simple to-do list. You just list. opened that up. The first thing, you went right to that line. <laughs> Get no more. Maybe that's on every page as a reminder. <laughs> Make sure you only do this. What happens if we get 80% of our... Uh, total calories from protein. Is well, it just creating more cancerous cells? Is that what I'm hearing you say? Well, that, that yeah. So, I mean, that, that's the work of uh, 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 T. Colin Campbell and, and Longo and a bunch of other people. And that's where they, you turn on. So, this is the epidemiology side of it. This is the DNA. What we're doing, the environment we're creating is turning on potentials of DNA or turning them off. And so, what happens is it turns on these cancer-promoting genes very clearly like people can argue with me all you want i'm not going to argue with you i'm going to point you mm. to these guys that have dedicated their life to this research unbiased mm -hmm. they're they're researchers and th what they're doing is they're pushing back against industry that wants to keep this narrative alive and they're not looking at the research it's the same thing of us saying right now the censorship that's happening like, why do we need to censor anything? Just let it out and let people, as intelligent people, yeah. it's like coming to you and saying, you know what? Cars kill. Don't go into your car today. Well, you can make that choice. Mm -hmm. You know that you could get in a car accident and you could get hurt or injured or die. But you're making that choice. So let's get all of the information that T. Colin Campbell, that's what he's saying, that Dr. Orner, Dr. Estelson, all of these guys are saying, look at the research. Don't shut this off. Look at what yeah. this research is. And that's the dog dogma that keeps alive. If you're not open-minded to look at the research, then let's not argue about it. Yeah. I don't want to waste my energy. Yeah. I don't want to talk to, like, if you want to fight, like, fight with yourself against that wall. Like, I don't want to do it. Like, <laughs> What's your thoughts about, uh, in your mind, what's worse, meat or sugar? Oh. Meat. Hands down. 
Well, I mean, what do you mean by sugar? Because if I'm assuming refined you mean sugar, uh, yeah, I would, I would, I would allow. If I am not clogging my cholesterol, is still a debate. Cholesterol. Let's be clear. Cholesterol and meat is not correlated to high cholesterol and you and killing you. It is the protein. Hmm. Okay, so I would gamble. And, and the protein is gobbling up and, and challenging the insulin receptors and, this, and running us towards diabetes. And, and Robbie and Cyrus in Mastering Diabetes lay this out scientifically. The third of their book is science, right? Peer-reviewed. Mm-hmm. I would gamble on not eating meat and taking in sugar more than I would. Really? I do not want to play that Russian roulette game. Wow. No way. But sugar, it seems like, also is causing a lot of Of course, you gave me sickness. two horrible... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, two challenges. Yeah, to, yeah. To, but, but if you're... For sure, I'll take, I'll take sugar, for sure. Really? Yep. Is sugar easier to, to burn off, or it's not as damaging to the body in your mind as eating yeah, meat? Not, yeah, for sure. I mean, it's, it's... Like, if I have a healthy... If I'm not being compromised from meat in my insulin reception... reception uh, then, then I'm gonna I'm gonna gamble on all the other things that I can do mm-hmm. in the sugar realm, and I can stay active. I can burn that off. Yeah. I can uh, keep plants active. I can keep the stress down from that plants. I can keep, you know, bring in my shizandra, bring in my chaga, bring in my ashwagandha, bring in my reishi, bring in my lion's mane to help the brain mm. deal with the amount of sugar. You know what I mean? So there's sure. a lot of other artillery mm-hmm. I could use to combat the sugar side of it. And what about uh, fasting? What's your views on that? Oh, are you, fasting. Are you an intermittent fasting guy? Are you a 24, 48-hour, one-week fast? What's your strategy? I, I, I'm a big fan of fasting, for sure. And um, Dr. Braggs, way back, um, I will give kudos to him. His first books on fasting. I was fasting. I, when I started fasting, it was 20... 22 years ago or so. One of my favorite parts about my job is that I get the opportunity to travel a lot. And actually, I was thinking about something I wanted to share. I get a lot of questions from you about different side hustle ideas. So here's one for those of you out there who are often on the go, like I am. When you're staying in your Airbnb on your trips, have you ever thought about how you could be making some extra money by hosting through Airbnb while your home is vacant? If you're interested in an extra stream of income, Airbnb hosting is an easy place to start, and it's like giving your home some company while you're away. Many people host on Airbnb, including some friends of mine who have raved to me about their experience. But there are some people out there who've never imagined their space could be an Airbnb. Hosting can easily fit into your lifestyle, and it's a great way to earn some extra money. So if you have a home, but you're not always at home, you've got yourself an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. 
The famous Abraham Lincoln quote says, good things come to those who wait. But that's only part of the quote. The full quote is, good things come to those who wait, but only the things left by those who hustle. Well, if you're a business owner and want the best people on your team, the same applies. Thankfully, ZipRecruiter puts the hustle in your hiring so you find qualified candidates fast. And now you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com greatness. ZipRecruiter's smart technology finds top talent for your roles right away. Immediately after you post your job, ZipRecruiter's matching technology starts showing you qualified people for it. I believe finding the right team members is one of the most important steps in setting my companies up for success. And we'd like to ensure our new hires will be a good fit before they're even on the team. So I am so grateful that I have ZipRecruiter's help as we look to grow our team. Let ZipRecruiter give you the hiring hustle you need. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com greatness to try it for free. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com greatness. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. And I was doing one day, 36 hour fast. Mm -hmm. So I would pick a Friday and I would, you know, stop eating the Thursday all day Friday and start eating on Saturday because mm. I wanted energy on the weekends. Yeah, of course. You know? And and I love now that I I just call it a fast water fast, right? Um, I do love big windows of so now I'm a two meal a day person. Okay. So I'm a huge amount of fruit fruit bowl in the morning around ten. I'll I'm done and then I I'll eat around four p.m. That's my second meal, and that's tons of plants, big salads, Baruca nuts. Uh, hell, maybe I'll even make a burrito, right? <laughs> and combine it all. And then you're done. Then I'm done, yeah. yeah. Five o'clock, you're done. Yeah. You stop eating yeah. until 10 a.m., fruit. Yeah. My friend Jesse Itzler is all about that. He says fruit until noon. Yeah. That's all I went on that. Uh, so I used to, and this was back when I was fasting uh, uh, in that 36 hours every week. So I was doing 36 hour every week. And in that, when I was, when I was during the day, I would do all fruit until noon. But now I do that anyway. I just don't eat until 10. And then I do a huge, like a massive fruit bowl. I get um, different people on who dive into the science, who yeah. are doing the test. Dr. Rhonda Patrick talked about uh, the, the spike of sugar when she had a grape, because I think she's wearing a glucose monitor somewhere yeah. and, and testing this. And other doctors talking about um, how to really make sure you have moderation in fruit because yeah. of how it could spike certain things. Again, I don't know all the science and mm -hmm. I'm not the expert here. Yeah. Can you speak into that from your perspective on why having a lot of fruit or a bowl of fruit is, is good for you and not spiking energy levels and not doing that based on what their scientific research is yeah. saying? You know, again, there's a lot of experts around this category too that I would lean on um, but when you it, it, it depends on what you've been doing if you are a keto person for example mm -hmm. you are eating all this meat which are stopping up your ability for insulin reception when you stop that you you look at a grape and your insulin's going to spike. <laughs> you you've changed and damaged your metabolism, uh, right? So, but if you're doing that on a consistent basis, your body's regulating more potentially. But if you're eating meat, if you're eating a ton of meat, you're you're challenging. You're you are going to spike more than I would. Mm. I've used glucose monitors. I eat a bowl of fruit 
And I'm like, really? Yeah. I can eat four, five bananas. You know, look at mastering diabetes. It will blow your mind. These guys are type one diabetic. Robbie just posted the other day. He ate, I think it was breadfruit, four bananas, mangoes. And these guys are type one glucose monitoring to the max and getting thousands of people down and off, type one off medication. It is what you're doing, not just at that time. Again, we're myopic in our views. Mm -hmm. What is the chemistry of going on in the body? If you're eating a bunch of meat, you're going to spike more when you're eating a bunch of When you have fruit, fruit it's going to spike more. My yeah. body is dialed. It's <laughs> dialed to the fruit. How, right? long, <laughs> how long would it take for someone to get more dialed? I, don't know. I mean, they, yeah. they can, they can uh, rob you. <laughs> so it's, 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 we got to look at Depends. a wider yeah. view of all of this stuff. Because you could, of course, I can go run out and find, see? They spiked. They spiked. Yeah, but what have they been doing for the last month? Mm. Do we have that information? Mm. Is it accurate? Is it? There's so much going on. Plus, you know, there's all this uh, new research. Viome's a great company that's doing all this microbiological research into like what's your system like because you're taking a snapshot of what you've been doing and what your microbes are set up as mm. if it's set up for flesh of another being and meat and all of this stuff it's every time <laughs> it's true though let's let's, I, I let's call it, it out i get it man right it's it that's what it is and so or <laughs> if, it's, if it's plant-based stuff then your microbes are changing. It's an environment that you are creating mm. by what you're putting in your mouth. And this is very important for this day and age right now. You are creating a terrain that is going to invite pathogens or invite it out. Because mm. if you are strengthening yourself, vitamin D, vitamin K, vitamin A, vitamin C, whole plants, diversifications of tannins and phen phenolic compounds and antioxidants, clearly... That's creating a terrain that is stronger for your immune system to thwart out disease, bacteria, cancer, all of that other stuff. But if you're shoveling anything and you believe that, you know, a needle is going to save your life, it, it can't. It's never worked that way. Dr. Zach Bush gets into tons of this. You need to have him on if you have Zach Bush. Dr. Zach Bush. So he'll, he's starting, uh, uh, and, and we've talked, and changing the narrative of how the body, it's like soil systems, like monocropping. Like if you create a soil system that has no more nutrients, you have to blow chemicals on mm -hmm. it because it's going to get annihilated. The same thing with your own microbiological system. Mm -hmm. If you're creating a strong diversified microbiological system that you are in co-host with like it's you're hosting it you need those microbes to break down food it is creating uh it is creating enzymes it is creating vitamins for you our microbes are with you but if you're creating it so that the bad bacteria is dominating now you've created a train. You can barely take care of yourself. You're getting colds. You're fatigued. You're all that stuff. So any other bacteria or virus that comes your way, you're compromised. Mm. You can't upgrade your system. You can't take in that information and then go, we all know that the start of life is the inoculation 
of your mother's vaginal canal.、Mm-hmm. That is the start of your di- of your immune system. We can't sanitize our way through health. We cannot.、Right. We will kill ourselves. We have to have this incredible diversification of microbes and virome and viruses. We have to. We、yeah. always have. So, and that is obviously that's a big topic. But and Dr. Bush gets into that quite a bit. But that is the the lens that we have to start looking through、um, to create more of this balanced health because、yeah. that's where we came from and that's. Where we need to go. A few final questions for you. I feel like we can go down many rabbit holes here.、Um, and you've got a lot of this information in your book, Super Life: The Five Simple Fixes That Will Make You Healthy, Fit, and Eternally Awesome. So make sure you guys check this out.、Uh, very powerful.、Um, supplements.、Mm. Are you a fan of supplements? If you could only have five supplements a day, <laughs> what would those be? And do we need supplements if you're getting these other great plant diversity on a daily basis? Food first, yeah, right. The the ground, which is why I created this book.、Um, these basic tenets of taking care of yourself, sleeping, exercising, diversification of food,、um, exercise, moving your body, having a good attitude, right? The outlook in your life. Um, side note:、um, Growing young. I just interviewed uh, um, Marta Zarstick.、Uh, growing young. She, through s- over six hundred research articles, the thing that influenced our health and our longevity more than anything was optimism, kindness, community. Through science, this、wow. is not、That's、a.、Powerful. This is not a. Woo woo thing through、right. science, and she's got a great book called Growing Young. So、I'm、I think、play. I'm supposed to be interviewing her soon. Is、you、that right, Kai? I I can't remember if we have it already scheduled or if I should. If you connect should, me, if I、not. can connect. She is yeah. fantastic. Yeah. Okay. We'll have her on. She's a badass. Growing Young. Yeah.、I、Growing Young book. So that's just as a as a side. So so food first. All of these principles. So supplements. Whole food supplements first. Just like I said, the spirulinas, the whole foods, the careful growing—you know, there is ways of like, okay, we're low in magnesium, we're low in calcium, and in times we're low in iron. Those times when you know that your body needs it, when you've tested, when you've、mm-hmm. tested your microbiological system, when you've tested your blood, when then that starts to make sense. But I just go whole food supplements.、Mm-hmm. That makes sense to me. Yeah, strengthening because you can go. Big into understanding that in the early 1900s we knew our soils were depleted. We knew that the food then is depleted. We knew this in the 1930s. The, the agricultural community delineated to Congress、mm. saying that this happened in the 30s. So through monocropping, through the crazy way that we're instead of regenerating, we're not. We've we've depleted. So so therefore, I s- s- created a career. Out of finding nutrient dense whole foods, plants, herbs, botanicals, so I do believe that bringing it down to in- individual vitamins that makes sense if you're biologically,、mm-hmm. biochemically in need of those, and you've、Deficient, navigated、yeah. through those things. Yeah. Well, in the book, you talk about these、uh, five 
fixes. Yeah. Talk about the five fixes. Uh, we got quality nutrition, hydration, detoxification, oxygenation, mm. alkalization. Uh, so I want you guys to get the book so you can learn more about those five things you can do to really optimize your life. This is a question I ask everyone towards the end. It's called the three truths. Mm. So I thank you for imagining for a moment it's your last day on earth. Hypothetical question. Many years from now, you live past 100 or as old as you want to live. Uh, and you've accomplished all your dreams mm. from now until then. But for whatever reason, every piece of content you've created, this book and everything else has to go with you to the next place, wherever that is. Mm. But you get a piece of paper and you get to write down three things you know to be true from your life and experiences that you would leave behind for the rest of us. These three lessons, principles, distinctions, whatever you want them to be. What would you say are your three truths? Wow, dude. Big, big question. I know. Um, to thine own self be true. Without a doubt. Uh, I listen. I will listen. In, it's an inside game. Listen to yourself. Find the essence of who you are outside of the monkey mind. Mm. Outside of what people say. Listen to yourself because that is the ultimate truth because mm -hmm. that is connected. There is no person between you and the creator of whatever the creator is, the universe, the creator, God. Um, kindness, connection, love. Or, you know, I know those are a bunch, but that that community of representations of our heart um, and the connection, well, it's, it goes down to relationships, mm -hmm. that radical honesty. Mm -hmm not allowing resentment, fear, or shame get in the way of authenticity of truth. I think that to live by, but done through a kind lens, right? Done through in a kind way, through compassion and empathy, but radical honesty yeah. of, within yourself. What is, again, to thine own self be true. So you have to cultivate what that radical honesty is for you. Yeah. Because some of that is taking away or seeing where another influence, oh, that was my dad, that was my mom, that was my, that was that pain of that relationship. All of that can be distraction. So what is that truth for you mm. as well as uh, you know, for others in relationship, be authentic and truthful. So radical honesty. Um, third, vulnerability. Mm -hmm. The willingness to share yourself with the world. If you are willing to be vulnerable, it is a superpower without needing to have any approval. Mm -hmm. 
that is a superpower and untouchable and the ultimate freedom. Yeah. Love that, man. Uh, those are good truths. It's a powerful <laughs> truth. You've got an amazing podcast people can listen to. Uh, get this book, Super Life. They should watch your series on Netflix with Zach Efron. Powerful series. Mm. It's entertaining and educational, which I think is really inspiring. Uh, it's called Down to Earth. And um, where can we go for your? You also have Baruka nuts, which I've got here, which are amazing. Which are like superfood almonds, you know, type of thing. Yeah. So they True. can get products from your site. Where's Where's the best place for your site to learn about everything that you're up to? Yeah. So vortexes uh, and all these other things. Yeah, yeah. So darrenoline.com basically has everything up there. Mm-hmm. Um, Barucas. Uh, .com, get the nuts and see that story. It's a wild food, incredible. Mm-hmm. To be able to get a wild food out to the masses is cool. an incredible uh, feat for us. And planting trees and the environment and all of that, it's mm-hmm. fantastic. So, but DarrenOlean.com, DarrenOlean on social, DarrenOlean on Twitter, all of that stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the, the, uh, there's a bunch of projects I'm super stoked to get out in the world, um, environmental, uh, health, inspirational, new technologies, all of that stuff. So yeah, you can find what I'm up to on there. It's great, man, it's great. I'm inspired, man. You've been uh, leading the way for a long time, helping us by educating, traveling the world, trying to find this information for yourself, obviously, Mm -hmm. but then sharing it with the rest of us so we can make sense of this world. So I acknowledge you for for showing up, man, consistently, decade after decade, speaking your truth based on the, the findings that you've found. So I appreciate it. Uh, and hopefully we can do more stuff in the future together. And I, I got to come to Malibu and just have you cook for a day and just let me see how you live your life and <laughs> yeah, like yeah. how are you drinking the water, everything. So I'm going to come experience it sometime. 100%, yeah. um, my final question for you <laughs> is what's your definition of greatness? Oof, of course that's a question. <laughs> I, I, I go back to the truths. I go back to my definition is listening to my truth and taking action, unrelenting on mm. that. And that absolutely is greatness. Mm. Not stopping. Like before the cameras are on, your example of reaching out to guests for five years until you got them, that's unrelenting. That's mm. greatness. You're demonstrating it just in this conversation before the thing on that. I'm, I'm very much... You know, the competitive nature for me has turned into I'm clear with helping people, helping the planet, and I will not stop. Mm. So unrelenting pursuit has less to do with the things showing up. But if you continue serendipity, magnetism, strength and power show up. When it knows and the universe knows without a doubt that this dude is not stopping. Mm. So let's support him. Yeah, man. My man, Darren. Thanks, brother. Appreciate you, man. (laughs) Thank you, man. Thanks, man. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope you enjoyed it and got a lot of value out of it to improve the quality of your health. I want you to be healthy. I want you to be vibrant. I want you to be mobile. I want you to be active. I want you to be around for a long time on this earth to experience life to the fullest. You deserve it, but it starts with taking care of your health and making the right choices. If you enjoyed this, please subscribe to the School of Greatness over on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Leave us a rating and review. Let us know what you enjoyed the most out of this, what you enjoyed from 
daring the most. And as always, we'd love for you to share this with someone you think would be inspired. Just copy and paste the link, lewishouse.com slash 1088, or take the link wherever you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or anywhere else and share it with a couple friends. Text a friend that you might be thinking about right now. Post it on your social media. Make sure to tag me, Lewis House, and Darren as well over on social media. And if you haven't yet subscribed to our texting list, we've got a massive community over there where we're sending out little surprises, motivating texts, behind-the-scenes stuff from me over on our texting community. So text me the word podcast right now to 614-350-3960 to get integrated in our texting community list. And I want to leave you with this quote from the Buddha who said, to keep the body in good health is a duty. Otherwise, we shall not be able to keep our mind strong and clear. Ooh, it all works together. The mind, the body, your life. Make sure you're thinking and feeding yourself good thoughts and quality thoughts to help improve the quality of your mind and the overall quality of your health. And make sure you're putting in healthy foods into your body so they can work together. I want to remind you, if no one's told you lately, that you are loved, you are worthy, and you matter. And as always, you know what time it is. It's time to go out there and do something great. How frustrating is it when you move into a new home and you're excited to settle in and furnish it, but then you're waiting weeks on end, sometimes even a whole month, for your new furniture to finally ship to you? Have you met All Modern? All Modern brings you the best of modern furniture and they deliver it for free in days, not weeks. Yep, that's right. They deliver it in days. Waiting weeks for your order to arrive isn't ideal, especially when you've just moved. Get your sofa ASAP from All Modern and sit comfortably while building out the rest of your space. That's Modern Made Simple. At All Modern, you'll find only the best of modern styles, from Scandi to mid-century and minimalist to maximalists. Every piece is hand-vetted for quality and designed for real life. Shop the best of modern outdoor furniture, timeless decor, and everything in between. Find timeless designs in every style that fold function and fun all in one. From small decor swaps to full room revamps, All Modern has you covered. Shop online at All modern.com or visit them in store in Linfield or Dedham, Massachusetts or in Austin, Texas.